You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. Today we're going to talk about the differences between raw benching and equipped benching using a bench shirt. Uh, So there's definitely some differences you need to consider when doing either or discipline. All right, Uh, throwing on a bench shirt, it's it's not as simple as most lifters going from raw to shirted to think. Um, There's a lot of detail involved in that. Um, it's a bit of a different process. The training is going to change a little bit. So I want to talk about that today because this is a, a big topic about, you know, what changes when you go raw to shirted um, and, you know, some of the differences that you need to consider between both of these. So the first thing that I would say in equipped lifting there's the break-in process and just that adjustment period to whatever equipment you're using. Unlike raw, there's nothing to adjust to. It's you lifting the weight, pretty much, um, which is why it's appealing to most people. All right. Um, another reason why it's not particularly appealing to me, I like to have more variability. I like to have more things to think about than just you know what I'm doing to lift that weight. Um, and that's one of the biggest differences when you get a new bench shirt you know regardless if you bought it new or used um, there may be a break-in process certainly if you got a new shirt and it's a tighter shirt there's a break-in process involved so there's a period of time in which uh, i wouldn't say you're not getting sufficient training in but there's a period of time in which you need to uh, train in a smaller range of motion just in an effort to get that weight down to chest level so you can actually do some full range benching. Um, There's a period in which you have to break in the shirt to get that shirt to situate where you'd ideally want it for proper technique, you know, with lowering the collar a little bit and whatnot. And, um, you know, it's going to take some time to really open up a shirt to where you can maneuver it how you'd like. Um, there's going to be that adjustment of just getting used to where it's positioned on your body. You know, these are all things you don't really have to consider when you're training raw, but when you're in a bent shirt, these are things you really have to consider. How long is the breaking period going to take you? I mean, there's a lot of nitty gritty details that come along with this. Uh, I remember one of our athletes got in a bent shirt for the first time earlier this year and I knew sizing him, I knew he's a very good bencher, a very technically sound bencher. I knew he could handle a good break-in period. Uh, but the meet was only about 10 weeks away when we got him in the shirt for the first time. So it was going to be a bit of an aggressive break-in just for the fact that we didn't have a ton of time on our side. But um, knowing this individual, I knew he could make it happen. And... Uh, boy, was it a breaking process. I mean, we finally got first touch, um, you know, probably when we were doing openers a week or two out from the meet, and then we went to the meet. He had a hell of a day. But majority of that training was just working down in boards and getting closer to having a touch. Very different than what you'd experience raw, where that's not really something you consider. It's just trying to get stronger. 
Um, it totally changes the strength curve when you're in a bent shirt in which you need to be strong top end. Raw, you usually need to be stronger on bottom end All right, because nothing's giving you that additional assistance. So another thing that I would say is different in the training is you're probably going to be looking at more volume as a raw bencher. All right. And the reason being is just because you're probably not going to have as good a recovery when you're in a bench shirt. Um, first off, you just have that shirt bruising the shit out of you. I mean, that's one aspect. But then overall, it's just so much more on your nervous system to handle that weight when you're in the shirt. It's very, very taxing on the body. Uh, you look at some shirt adventures, and usually their face is blown out with blood vessels, red all in the face. Um, you know, it, it doesn't look healthy. <laughs> blown eyeballs, you know, it's a lot. It's a significant amount of weight and pressure on your body. It's harder to recover from that type of work. And then trying to bench, guys, go through a tough shirt session and try to do any secondary benching raw. It's really freaking tough, and it, it's painful. So um, you're probably going to be looking at more volume raw. You're probably going to need more volume raw just because your recovery capabilities are going to be higher. You're going to want a bit more volume in order to continue to push those limits. Whereas in the shirt... To get better directly at shirt of lifting, you're probably not going to want to do as much weight because you have to consider the recovery so that you can be good for the next time you're in the shirt. And you might not even be able to do this on a weekly basis. This might be like you have to be out of the shirt. Um, you know, every two weeks you have to get out of the shirt for a week or something like that. So this is all stuff to consider. These are the differences here. Maintaining raw strength when you're competing equipped. All right, so there's that element of you want to continue to be strong raw. Like I said, the strength curve has changed. So when you're in a shirt, you're not really going to be building as much of your own tension off the bottom of that bench press. I mean, you should still aim to create as much tension as you can down there, of course, but that shirt is assisting. So it is taking away from the training effect you might get at the bottom of the bench. And especially if your training is filled with mostly board work, top end work, um, you have to consider you still want to be strong raw because if you're raw, there's a couple ways in which you can increase your equipped numbers. Increase your raw strength or increase how much you're getting out of a shirt technique-wise. All right, I look at it very simply, two different things. So obviously you could continue to push the envelope in terms of what you're getting out of the shirt technique-wise and get stronger top end, but... You still want that element. You want to see raw progression because if you have a stronger raw base, I mean, take what you get out of the shirt and you're adding to a stronger raw ba uh, base. So um, that's something that you want to consider when you're training equipped is are you going to take a period to come out of the shirt to build up your raw? Are you going to try to train raw while you're in the shirt? Are you How are you going to mix match that training? Um, that's stuff you have to consider when you're competing equipped, whereas raw, um, I mean, that is your discipline. So you're just trying to continue to build that. And you're usually going to have more bottom end work. I would say less shoulder emphasis with equipped benching. So your training is going to have less of a shoulder stability emphasis. I always tell the story how my shoulder a couple years back was pretty messed up to the point where like it hurt to hold an empty bar and go through a bench motion and i really couldn't add much weight to it hurt to do a push-up um you know for whatever reason i'm not sure what was wrong took a long time to heal up about eight ten months um but you know that was my scenario 
And it wasn't that I cut benching out completely because in a bench shirt, I didn't have that shoulder pain because of the tension of the shirt was really creating a lot of that that tightness for me. So do your shoulders, they're not going to play as big a role in your equipped lifting. And I go back to that point in time to show people, you know, my shoulder was bum then. You know, I could not do any raw benching. And then I throw on a shirt, I'm doing near 800, I think 900 pounds off of one board during that period of time. You know, it's night and day difference in, in how much shoulder stability you really need. So um, definitely for that point, I mean, I will definitely focus more shoulder stability work with our raw athletes than I will with our equipped athletes. Not that it's not important, and there is some aspects in which we're training at, but um, it's not going to hold as much ground. We should probably place a higher emphasis somewhere else when we're training equipped. Uh, I'd say there is going to be obviously a lot more end range tricep focus when training equipped. It's like I said, probably more shoulder focus raw, probably a lot more shoulder focus. Um, I'm sorry, tricep focus when you're in a shirt because. Again, the strength curve is different. So instead of really usually having to key in on the strength off your chest, you need to key in on strength at the mid-range to lock out because that's where that shirt gives you that spring. And then, especially if you're out of position a little bit, now it's all on you to lock out that weight. All right. So, I mean, you just have to be strong top end, and that requires tricep strength. So majority of your training, unlike raw, and this isn't to say that raw athletes won't benefit from this training, but... Majority of it's going to be like floor pressing, board pressing, pin pressing, variations of all of those. Whereas raw benching, probably do more dead press work, long pause work. Um, you'll probably do different variations in which you're just spending more time down at the chest level. Um, you know, I do these really long holds with our athletes where it's like 50% bar weight and you're just holding it 10 seconds on your chest. Um, these are the things you're probably going to encounter um, with raw benching. Uh, extending range of motion using a duffelo bar, doing feet up, close grip benching, all that more correlated with raw benching. All right. And um, with, again, quip lifting, you're going to see more of that end range stuff. More tricep accessories as well. Determining attempts is going to be a huge difference between both raw and equipped. This is another reason why most people probably favor raw and why I wouldn't favor raw. It really depends on your per, uh, your like what your goals are in lifting, what you enjoy. Um, I like to have that additional layer, right? That additional variability that the shirt provides. When it comes to meat attempts, it's a really dialed in process because you got to consider. Where are you in that breaking process with your shirt? What are you capable of with each adjustment of your shirt? Do you have multiple shirts? Is that part of the plan when doing meet attempts? Um, you know, how are you going to adjust the shirt throughout the course of the meet? Body weight in the shirt, obviously, if that fluctuates, the shirt's going to respond a bit differently. Um, and there's a lot of factors that you have to consider when taking these meet attempts, and you have to consider too. You need a certain amount of weight to really touch comfortably. Obviously, the more weight you have on the bar, the easier it is going to be able to get down in a tight shirt. However, the caveat to that is that you're handling more weight. So the percentage of success goes down as you add weight. 
right? Obviously, more things can go wrong. And then, you know, you should be, you could be in a scenario in which, and I've been there before, in which the weight you need to get down in the shirt is too much in which you can really handle and press. So you're already talking about with an opener, what you'd really need to get down and weight is already near like max effort third attempt. So you really don't have anywhere good to go from there. And that scenario can definitely play out for people uh, depending on how tight of a shirt you have. You know, hopefully, and that, that's usually where lifters will go from an opener shirt and actually change shirts to a tighter shirt. Um, that's a scenario you can play, but that is something that you have to consider. And which raw benching, you don't have to think of any of that. It's just you know where your strength is at if you execute with good technique and then just make smart jumps from there. Um, there's really not a ton extra to consider, but with equipped lifting there is. And again, I guess that's the appeal for some. Um, you know, that's appeal for many, I guess, for raw benching because you don't have to consider all those factors. But again, depending on what you enjoy as a lifter, like raw benching is not fun to me. It's just so much more going on with equipped lifting that you have to consider. I find that to be more fun. All right, I enjoy that more. So it really depends on you as a lifter. Um, do you want to even deal with that extra variability? Uh, I mean, it's a lot more to consider. So I uh, just wanted to talk on some of the differences here about raw and equipped training, um, how you would approach training differently for each. Um, you know, I will say that I think conjugate style work uh, programming tends to be better with equipped lifting not that it's not for raw but i just find that is more conducive for equipped lifting um i do have our athletes usually doing some type of a max effort work when they're shirted um for the day you know a lot of sub max technical stuff too but usually working up to something heavy on a board and i'm mostly going to use rpe training with athletes that are equipped um versus uh percentage work Raw, pretty cut and dry. You can do percentage-based stuff, but there's so many variables when you're considering shirt of work. Like, how was it that day that you hit your top shirt and max? I mean, what body weight were you? What shirt were you using? Um, you know, there's so many factors that go into that. You can't really base things off percentages very well. It's better just to have a goal of what intensity you want to be at for the day or just work up to a max effort. Um and play it by that so a lot more rpe than percentage with equipped lifting too i will add all right guys i'd love to hear from you raw benchers out there or you equipped benchers who maybe have done raw competition and shirt of benching shoot me an email coach ben at bigbenches.com or email or uh, send me a dm on instagram i'd love to hear from you guys and primarily on the differences you find in between training both of these let's have a discussion on it uh, but wanted to throw that topic out there. Definitely a hot topic in which I get asked a lot how these two dif- uh, dis- uh, disciplines, sorry, uh, how these two disciplines differ. Okay, so love to hear from you guys. Again, if you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy the content we put out on YouTube and Instagram, uh, please, please share with a friend, tag a friend, let them know. Awesome podcast, The Bench Cast. Coach Ben's laying it down about the bench press. Check it out. I really appreciate that a ton. 
Um, and I appreciate everyone tuning in today and listening to the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. I'll talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.